Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome to this episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm Alexis Brum, editor of Rental. I sat down with Tehran Brown, product engineer and Chance Charters, sales manager from Kaiser Compressors. We talked about air compressor maintenance, the importance of OEM maintenance parts, and the next innovation for power rental. Let's get to the bottom of all of that right now. So welcome. First of all, can you introduce yourselves to the listeners and maybe share a little bit about your backgrounds? Yeah. So my name is uh, Tehran Brown. I'm the product engineer for mobile air compressors here at Kaiser Compressor. I've been doing this for about four years. Um, specifically in the mobile air, doing troubleshooting, maintenance, service, and documentation for the whole mobile air product uh, brand. I'm Chance. Yes, uh, my name's Chance Charters. I'm the sales manager for uh, Kaiser's mobile air portal air, comp- air compressor division. Uh, I've been with Kaiser a little over 20 years, started out as an application engineer and kind of worked my way up to uh, the sales manager position. So I've been involved in a lot of the aspects of our portable mobile air compressor line. Well, thank you both for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Um, We're going to jump in and start talking about air compressor maintenance, which is something that is very important for our rental business owners out there. So how can they properly ensure maintenance of their compressors? So there are several different components that go into proper compressor maintenance. To ensure that the compressor operates to its maximum working life, there are three primary categories of maintenance, oils and lubricants, fuel and component maintenance, and fuel and component maintenance. For an oil-flooded compressor, oil is potentially the most important component during operation. Oil absorbs heat, seals the rotors, and cleans the air. We need to ensure that the rental team has a maintenance program in place as well. The service manual also provides a general maintenance schedule. Rental business owners can ensure maintenance by adhering to a strict maintenance schedule. The unit should be inspected daily for issues such as fuel level and battery voltage, but there should also be a schedule set up at different, at several different intervals to ensure that the components are in working order. At Kaiser, it's very common to do an initial check at 50 hours, but then also do a maintenance check every 250 hours on specific components. Chance, you have anything to add? Well, I was just going to point out that uh, we do offer a maintenance schedule in our manual, and, and it's a good guideline for uh, the rental house to to go by. Obviously, uh, you know, if there are uh, certain application issues, they might have to alter it a little bit, but we do offer a good maintenance schedule in our uh, manual, and it's certainly a good good place to start for the rental company. Yeah, Absolutely. Now, how does proper maintenance aid in the rental process itself? Proper maintenance has several benefits to the rental process. When a unit is properly maintained, the likelihood for a massive failure goes down significantly. The unit is really only capable of being rented when it's running well. There's no point in having a unit and selling it to a customer when it's not working. So in general, proper maintenance reduces downtime across the board, which allows for increased rental opportunities. Also, when a machine is properly maintained, the rental customer is more likely to have a positive experience with the machine, which will potentially open up more rental opportunities in the future and create, you know, a long-lasting relationship with your customers. Chance, you have anything to add? Well, just I'll just say this: an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So, uh, obviously, maintaining uh, your equipment certainly will help you and your customers have a good rental experience. Yep, absolutely, and. 
talking a little bit here about training, how important is training when it comes to having a maintenance program? Uh, well, it's very important. Uh, while, while the compressor maintenance itself is not a whole lot different than other equipment that a rental house uh, I'm sure has and is familiar with, uh, it is good to make sure your technicians, service managers are, are familiar with the equipment. Uh, also, not only the equipment itself, but also the applications of the equipment. So, mm -hmm. for example, um, you know, compressors are using a lot of little different applications and other equipment on their rental yard. So, uh, if, for example, they're in applications such as sand or media blasting, uh, concrete demolition, uh, the compressor itself can be subject to a lot of uh, dirt and dust and will need to have stepped up maintenance, uh, stepped up maintenance intervals. So, it's good to, to make sure that you're, you're uh, technicians and service managers are aware of the application the equipment is not only you know uh, with the equipment itself but also the applications that the equipment are involved in. Um, uh, additionally, uh, the diesel engines are a part of uh, the driving force of the compressor itself, and we also have a little bit more sophisticated technology with this equipment. Uh, so we also offer diagnostic tools and uh, support software to help in troubleshooting, diagnosing, as well as, uh, you know, helping with the maintenance program itself. Right. Um, like I said, a good training program not only includes the equipment, but also the operating environments that affect it. So we'll talk about climate in a second, but I want to get into environment and how that plays a role in the maintenance of the compressor. Can you guys talk on that a little bit? Sure, sure. Uh, so, uh, like I said, with um, operating in some harsher environments, for example, uh, whether you're um, outside in extreme heat or if you're in uh, really cold temperatures or even if you're just operating in an environment that's high dust and dirt, uh, obviously the maintenance will need to be stepped up. So it needs to be, you know, like if, for example, we're doing maintenance every 200 hours, you might have to step back to every 100 hours. Uh, also, uh, you know, the daily checks are very important. Uh, checking the air filters, uh, checking the fuel filters, and just things like that for daily checks uh, are very important because as, as dirt and dust build up, it's really going to affect the operation of the equipment itself and could cause, you know, uh, serious downtime if not addressed when it is when it should be addressed. Yeah, and that downtime can be costly in more ways than well, one. Well, yeah, I say downtime. So, for example, when we say the, the unit is out of commission for a while, can't be rented, or, um, you know, uh, hopefully not, it will not happen that the, you know, the equipment needs to be replaced with another piece of a rental equipment. So, right. uh, you know, if, if um, the rental house can, can recognize, and I'm sure they're familiar with a lot of their customers, but and they recognize what... Uh, what applications are probably worse than others, but it's always good to to understand how the compressor is gonna be used when it goes out on rent so they can adapt uh, the maintenance program to go along with that. Yep. Anything else, Tehran? Uh, not, nothing too serious. Um, just kind of building on the whole, uh, you know, the issue of the environment. There are specific environmental issues that you need to be looking for. So uh, when it gets warmer, um, obviously, the biggest threat to the unit is overheating. So something that needs to be um, 
something that you might need to check in addition to the initial checks we already stated is the oil and coolant since they play such a pivotal role in keeping the temperatures down. Um, also, most compressors have an onboard thermometer. So when you're in uh, situations in which the unit is over, uh, very hot, you are more likely to have some type of major failure or the unit might shut off just from overheating. Um, same thing goes for uh, extreme cold temperatures. There are liquids and different components that are susceptible to freezing. Um, specifically DEF fluid, for instance, on some of our larger units, where if it, um, the unit gets below 12 degrees, the DEF fluid can freeze, and then there's a potential for, uh, you know, a failure in that on those components, and then a diesel service provider will actually have to work on the unit. So it's just, it's good to be mindful of um, the environment and what different issues are uh, can come to the forefront based on the environment. So Tehran, you were just talking about this a second ago, but we're going to jump back into it. We're about to fall into the summer months here. It's starting to get hot, at least in my area. So what are some tips for rental business owners to beat the heat and avoid that downtime that Chance was talking about with their compressors? Yeah, I'm just going to kind of reiterate um, what I was stating earlier is that you really need to be aware of the oil and coolant. It's probably the most important part. It's so important and pivotal to keeping the unit cool. And whether if you're low on oil, low on coolant, or if it's old, um, you're gonna have issues with overheating. Um, another major uh, idea is to don't keep the unit in the heat all day. You know, once the unit's done, you can keep it in a, a place where it's cooler and then, you know, the unit won't be susceptible to, you know, um, heat damage, whether it be on the controller or in some of the electronic con components as well. So um, just basically all of that. Let's talk maintenance parts here. How about the importance of using OEM maintenance parts? Well, that's that's very important. I'm uh, glad you asked that. So uh, OEM parts are specifically designed with a compressor in mind. So in other words, uh, we design the parts for specific for that compressor. Uh, they are uh, tested, proven, and are the right, correct filters for the compressor. Um, good thing to remember about OEM parts is that uh, a lot of times uh, they are actually have a warranty themselves. Kaiser, we warranty our parts. Additionally, uh, with using OEM parts, you, you are going to really maintain the warranty of the compressor. So it's important if, if somebody puts on a, an aftermarket filter that doesn't really meet the specs of the OEM filter, it certainly could uh, affect the warranty of the machine. So we, we, always, uh, we always like to, to, to say that the OEM parts, genuine parts, are very important. Uh, they might be a little bit more expensive, but I think in the long run, they will certainly uh, save you money over the life of the machine. Mm -hmm. It's that adage of uh, you get what you pay for, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep. It's 100% true. You get what you pay for. Yep. So we're going to talk in a more general sense here, but what do you see being the next innovation when it comes to power rental equipment like air compressors? Sure. Uh, well, as, as the focus uh, in many parts of the world is, is turning to our environment and protecting our environment and preserving our environment uh, by reducing carbon emissions, uh, you know, the comp compressor industry is, is very attuned to that as well. Um, at Kaiser, uh, you know, we're finding alternatives to 
gasoline engines and diesel engines. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure you probably know that the the engine itself drives the compressor, so it's integral for each each air compressor to have a driving component, such as a gas engine or a diesel engine. Uh, so we're we're also offering and have started to offer uh, electric power uh, as an alternative to gas or diesel. So in certain cases where uh, there is uh, electrical power available, we do offer a line of e-powered machines uh, that just use electrical power. And then obviously we know uh, the effects of using electrical power reduces some of the carbon emissions into the environment. Mm -hmm. um, so just like uh, the automotive industry, you know, we're seeing a lot of interest in, in electric vehicles. Uh, we are also looking toward uh, larger battery powered uh, compressors. And so I think in the future, we're going to see more and more availability on what we would call e-powered equipment. And uh, Kaiser is certainly uh, developing ways and looking into new alternatives uh, as opposed to gasoline and diesel engines. Absolutely. And that is a very big thing that is hitting the industry right now is all that electrification and being more environmentally friendly. So. I think that is a great answer and I'm excited to see what comes so, out of that. So true. Yeah. Um, so switching gears even more so, I want to know what's next for you. So is there anything new and exciting that you can share with us? Uh, sure. Uh, so uh, Kaiser has been, you know, obviously uh, technology is changing all the time and, uh, you know, Kaiser is, is, is changing with the technology. And so now we're offering, uh, you know, uh, a newer line of compressors that have uh, more versatility and more function. So uh, in the past, our compressors were kind of limited to a smaller, what we call pressure range. Uh, mm -hmm. Now we're offering compressors with a much wider compressor range, uh, pressure range. Uh, so for example, uh, a lot of our compressors now uh, can go up to 200 PSI and down to, you know, as low as 80 PSI. So uh, that provides a lot of versatility in the uses. And we talked earlier today about applications and, and different applications. So um, in the past, a, uh, a rental house might have to have, you know, uh, one compressor for one set of applications and a different one for another set of applications. Uh, like, for example, um, you know, uh, applications that require higher pressures, media blasting, that type of thing. So now we're offering compressors with, you know, the functionality of many different options available to uh, using the compressor. So, uh, uh, so that's exciting. Uh, in the past, uh, it, it was it was not available with the new technology that we're offering today with uh, electronic controllers and so forth, and uh, we were able to. Um, adapt our compressors to have a wider range of pressures. Uh, additionally, we, we have, uh, we're always introducing new models. We have a new model coming out later this year. Um, it's gonna be a larger model up to 900 CFM. Uh, we're powering that with a new, new diesel engine. And uh, we're excited to get that, introduce that into our lineup. Uh, that'll uh, expand our lineup from what we currently offer. And, and again, offer more versatility for uh, our rental houses and our customers. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't wait to see what comes next from you guys. And uh, I thank you so much for joining me. It was a really great time getting to talk to you and learn more about maintenance and what you guys have to offer. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for uh, having us. Appreciate it.
And that is our show today, folks. Thank you to Chance and Tehran for sitting down with me. Make sure to tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. And don't forget, something I always remind you, to subscribe so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening.